Hell fucking yeah, baby. Spin fire in the booth, but I'm not a rapper. Purple Room Recorders coming live and direct on that motherfucking ass. It's been a long goddamn week. It's been a whole bunch of bullshit that happened to, to me. To me. For fucking nothing. Whole bunch of bullshit's been happening in the media too. It's been a... It, it feels like it's been a fucking month since I made an episode, but it's only been one goddamn week. Can you believe that shit? I got a whole bunch of shit to unpack. I got a whole bunch of shit to talk about. It's been fire in the booth, but I'm not a rapper. It's the Purple Room Recordings, baby. We live and direct. We coming back on that ass. See you in a minute. All right. We fucking back. Here I am. So... In the past week, ah, you got that sundress on and your mask looking damn good. Yeah. Anyway, I, we, we out here, purple room. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's doing fine. I hope every last one of you is finding some sort of sanctuary in this extremely difficult and confusing time that we're all in. We're all in this together. Shit is a whole bunch of dog shit. I know I'm strug I'm struggling with this shit. Let me let me be the first person to admit, I am not having a good time. I am not living cool. Like I or I mean, my life externally is really good. Internally, I feel like a bag of asshole. Let's just put that out there. You're not the only one if you feel bad. If you feel bad about yourself, if nobody else has said this to you, let me just say that I love you and I appreciate you and I definitely care for you. Let me say that. And if you don't believe me, message me and see what happens. Anyway, this whole pandemic thing has been, I don't know, turned on its fucking head. That I, said, I think I said it last episode, that extra $600 Americans were getting. Uh, to, you know, supplement the income that they're not getting anymore is getting cut off June, th or not June, fucking July 30th, so five days. Uh, I personally, I feel like they're going to revoke that because we're locked, at least for California, we're locked down again for another month. And I was, if you go out, like if you go fucking anywhere where there's supposed to be like, people are not supposed to or a whole group of people are not supposed to be there are more motherfuckers like there are a lot of people outside and i'm not talking about you know at a park you know where there's you know air and f there's fresh air and people wear masks anyway there's not even a lot of people at parks to be 100 percent honest with you but i mean people at like gathering points like just fucking crowded areas like there's more people at those areas now i get why you've been locked in the house for four fucking months the government tweaked the fucking rules a little bit so there's more leniency meaning like you can actually go outside and get a coffee or go outside and like eat at your restaurant that that's been open or that's been closed for four months like i get it i i completely understand there's so but there's so it feels like i'm fucking in la some days how bad the traffic gets out of fucking nowhere. I'll drive to go, like, fuck it, I don't know, go for a walk, and then I'll drive back home, drive to go for a walk. I like going to different parks, okay? I like, <laughs> then I'll drive back home, and then it's fucking traffic, it feels like traffic hour, but it's only like 12 o'clock, like, what the, all of, when did all of you get here? What the fuck is this? It, it's such a weird fucking time. And the, they decided, oh, hey, you know what? You know what we should do? We should open the gyms. And I, I, I missed the gym 
so fucking much. So goddamn much. I miss the gym with all my heart. They opened it. I got, I worked out for two glorious days. There was nobody in the gym. It was fantastic. It was beautiful. It was clean. Everybody had a mask. Everybody that was in there because there wasn't a lot of people in there. Everybody had a mask on. It was gorgeous. Everybody was on the same page too. Nobody has been working out for fucking four months. A lot of people don't have workout equipment at their house. I bought kettlebells to like, to try to, you know, at least keep my, like to keep my activity up. I bought a few kettlebells, which is good, but it's not a bench press. It's not a squat rack. You know what I mean? They're not dumbbells and that shit is mad expensive and I don't have the money for that. So I'm not about to drop all of that shit for my house. You know what I mean? So I, I go, it's beautiful. It's a, it's fucking out. It's so good. Then the second, then the fucking later on that, the first day I go, they're like, Oh, we're going to reclose the gyms on the, the 17 or whenever the fuck the 17th or some shit like that. I'm like, they're going to close the gym. They opened the gym. They opened it only for two days. And then there's, they said they're going to close it again. So you only got two days to work out. Do you know how fucking upset I was? Do you know how bad I wanted to fucking kick a wall in? Knowing that I only got to go to the fucking gym for two goddamn days. Are you serious? It was... It's like someone... It's like taking a lollipop from a little kid. Straight the fuck up. I was so upset behind that. I didn't know what to do with myself. I needed, like, for me, physical activity is my number one, the number one way for me to get rid of my anxiety, for sure. And they just took that shit away. That hurt. It did. I'm not going to lie. So I have the fucking kettlebells, which is fine, but I, I want to be in motion. Like, I want to be, I want to move, you know, like kettlebells, like most of those activities, like you can, there's a few running ones. Yeah. They get the job done. It feels good when you do it, but I, the point is for me to like be somewhere else and I'm like, okay, fuck this. My anxiety is getting worse by the day. I need to buy a bike. So I go to this bike shop. (laughs) I go to this bike shop. I'm fucking ready to drop this money on this bike. I see a bike. I'm like, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty tall dude. I see a bike that looks like it would fit me. I'm like, hey, my man, let me get that one. Like, let me check it out. And I seen this bike. I seen this tag on a bike and it said um, $140. And I'm like, okay, like this is, this is definitely like my price range. And these bikes all look good too. And he brings this bike out to me. It's like chrome. It's fucking huge. The tires are big. It looks like it'll fit me perfectly. I'm like, oh my God, this is such a work of art. And it comes to a bike. He's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, how much is it? And he's like, 1013. I'm like, 1013? What? 1013? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, this bike is $1,000? And he's like, yeah. And then I look at the price tag at that one bike I was looking at in the first place. And I'm like, oh, that's not 140. That's 1400. <laughs> I was so fucking, I, I, I used to be so devastated, man. I, I fucking, I couldn't believe that shit. And then you have to, you know what I'm like, as soon as you hear a really ridiculous price for something, you can't like, you can't show that that fucking affected you. So you can't act like you ain't got no money. So you got to be like, oh, do you have anything cheaper? Or like, do you have anything like a few 
hundred dollars cheaper. Like I'm not about to buy nothing in there, but you have to pretend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To try to keep face and shit. And he's like, uh, no. And I'm like, what the fuck? I don't. Uh, okay, so apparently, according to this guy, he said, I'm like, you never had anything cheaper than this. He's like, no, even before COVID. And I'm like, I don't know anything about bikes. I had no fucking idea that a brand new bike can cost the same amount or more than a used fucking car on offer up. I didn't know that. I had no fucking clue. That was that was disturbing to me. So I left. I'm like, okay, fuck this. I I fucking hit offer up 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 and I'm like, I'll buy a bike on here for $130, $140. Like that's easy. And I woke up one morning and my fucking I kept putting it off. That's something I do. I like I'll put something off, put something off, put something off. And I woke up in the morning and my anxiety was eating me alive. Like I seen it like a little fucking it was like three little monsters eating my legs and shit. I'm like, okay, fuck this. Fuck all this. That like this is not happening. So I got the fuck up early, early as fuck. I fucking hit offer up up. I got three people that had three different bikes. I messaged all of them and I went around town trying to find a bike. Know why? Because I'm tired of fucking feeling anxious and I need to work out. That's why. I need to exercise. I need to do something for myself. I know exactly what I need to do. I'm at least I know that because a lot of I know a lot of you don't know how to express your inner turmoils and that shit sucks dick because I, I was there. I definitely was. And when I found out that physical activity was what it, what got me, it fucking saved my life. So I went all around town until I found a bike that I, I wanted. And to my surprise, the bike I ended up buying wasn't from a man. It was from like a 14-year-old kid. And the whole interaction, like his parents didn't come outside. I was like, where are you? What the fuck? Like I was like sketched out a little bit. I'm like. Like, trying to look around, like, am I about to get, like, fucking tased or something? This, like, he's not, he, he, like, a little, like, this is a little kid. And he was talking to me so professional, like, he was a gentleman. And I gave him the, like, usually on offer up, you try to lowball, not lowball, but you try to, like, see if you can bargain with that person. The fact that this kid made an account, and whether or not he had help or not, made an account made a price that he wanted, gave me information about the bike. When I was there and over, like, texting, I couldn't, like, I kind of wanted to pay him more. Like, he carried himself better than a lot of you men do. He was such a gentleman, and whoever his parents are are raising him correctly. I was so fucking astonished because I've never seen a, it's been a long time since I've seen a, a teenager like that be so goddamn respectful and intuitive and just knowledgeable about what he's talking about it was it was like wow there are really good parents out there that's what that's what i got from all that i gave him the money i didn't lowball him I'm like fuck that you get exactly the price you you've had for it. you're stern about it cool that's good i gave him the money the bike is fan fucking tastic the bike rides the bike this bike is so good I know why he sold it to me for for the price he did, but like it, it's obvious. Not it's not obvious, but I know why he sold it to me for that price. But it's so good; it almost feels like it's unreal. It's such a good bike, and the bike rides are helping so fucking much. I'm like truly thankful that that interaction happened, and it was amazing to me to for me to know that. 
at least the aspect of him that I seen was catered to and raised and nurtured very well by whoever is raising him, his parents, his grandparents, maybe he's adopted. Anyone that's taking care of that boy is teaching him how to be a gentleman and teaching him how to be a man. And I fucking like that a lot because that doesn't happen often. Anyway, I'm riding my bike. Uh, there's this one night. I'm like, I want to go. I want to ride my fucking bike just around town and see what happens. And I live in an area where there's, it's like, like every other, everywhere you go, there's access. You can find access to like a hilly area. So I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to bike up this hill. Nope. Can't do that. No, you can't bike up a hill. If I first fuck up. So I get off the bike. It's like, oh, you could bike up it. No, you not a, not a hill that steep. Like you will fall off. The bike is strong, but it's not that strong. So I can't do that. So I walk up the hill with the bike and I'm like, I'm going to bomb this fucking hill on this bike. And I already made the plan. I'm going to get wherever the fucking top of this hill is, because there's like three of them, wherever the top of this hill is, I'm going to go to the top, write something or smoke a little bit of tree, write something in my book, drink my fucking water, sit down on the curb and then bomb the hill when I'm ready. And that's exactly what I did. It was a hard fucking, like, it was like chugging. It was, it's a street, but it's, it's a hill. Like, it's uphill. It felt like I was walking in San Francisco. It was, it was hard. And it felt really good to do. Part, you know, when you get that really good workout, just heart beating quick. I get all the way up to the top. It was like a whole journey. I was proud of myself. I fucking did exactly what I did. I put my fucking kickstand my bike, smoked wrote something in my wrote something like cool in my book like a really nice idea um nice and high drank some water and i fucking bombed that goddamn hill but i had to like i'm high but i i know when i should probably slow the fuck down so when i feel too much goddamn air on my face <laughs> that's probably when i'm like going super fucking fast so i press on my brakes then okay keep going keep going ah brakes it, it, it was really good fucking experience uh, go home really, fu really, really happy. I had that opportunity. I'm happy. I'm really fucking happy. I bought this bike again. If you don't know what makes your anxiety or your depression feel or like more like not on your ass, try physical activity. It's not, I know for a fact, physical activity isn't for everybody. Some people like, I know like for me, if I don't feel like working out another medium that I like to express myself when I feel anxious is cooking. I've made some crazy ass meals while I was depressed. Like I've made and ate them all. Like it'd be like huge, like mukbang shit. And I've ate, I've eaten it all. Cause I'm like, it's fucking what? 12 at night. I'm not, I didn't, I just cooked a whole fucking like four course meal no one's here with me i'll just eat it then it doesn't happen often but it happens <laughs> so if you're ever in the neighborhood and you catch me on the good day come over i'll cook you something good i thought it was interesting how my brain knew when to fucking put the brakes on which is really cool i'm gonna just put, throw that out there moving on sports is fucking back i'm a I feel like a lot of you, I don't fucking know my, like I, I know my demographic, 
but I don't know my demographic personally, so I don't know how you guys feel about sports, so I'm going to try to wrap this up as fast as I can so I can keep going to the shit talk. But let me say, I talked about it in another episode, but I just have to say this again. Yo, if you're an NFL team that needed a quarterback and you fucking fumbled on getting Cam Newton, I hope he fucking scores 40 on you. I really do. I hope he fucking throws an 80-yard bomb in your stadium for a touchdown twice. Like the fucking, like Chicago. You guys are morons. You guys had a fucking, you guys had a brick of a quarterback and you had the opportunity to get fucking Cam Newton. Matter of fact, that, see, there's, this is why it's a podcast. Got noise in the background. They had the opportunity to, to fucking draft a goddamn stud like Cam Newton. They were the first team everybody looked at. When Cam Newton came up for a free agency, they were the first team everybody was like, oh, you know what? You know where Cam should go? Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, he should go, he should go to Chicago. Chicago's a perfect team for him. Like, it's almost the same offense. Um, few good receivers. Uh, good O-line for the most part. You know, Cam would do well there. Nope, they passed on him. Nigga, why? How? The Jets, dog shit quarterback. Or, nah, not dog shit, but he's not Cam Newton. A few other teams, Miami, you know, Fitz fucking Gerald. Come on, bro. They passed on him. And when Cam Newton, like, he made that podcast of how he felt and how he was talking about, like, oh, all of these teams passed on me. I'm happy all of them fucking did. Now all of you have to face the fucking storm. So that monster, Cam Newton, and he hasn't, I mean, I, I know he has been putting the best shit on film. I get it. But let me fucking tell you something. Regardless of what you say, what you think, Cam Newton is a, I don't know about now, but at one point he was a top tier quarterback. And I feel like he's still, he's still there. And guess fucking what? He has the best Arguably the best coach, like, in NFL history by his fucking side. With an offensive line that's so fucking good, Tom Brady only only got sacked, what, last season? How many times Tom Brady gets sacked? Like, five times, six times, maybe? They invested so much fucking money in that O-line for Tom Brady. That's the reason. So you have a younger guy that can run... And get the fucking job done with his feet, with his hands, scrim, anything. He can run a lot more. He's like, you can run a lot more plays. Now he said that shit too. Yeah. With the O-line that fucking dominant? Dude. I'm just praying for all of the fucking teams in the AFC that passed on him. And I'm praying for the fucking Bears. That's, they're, the, they're in the NFC, but come on, bro. Um, My man from, what the fuck is his name? He he played for the Jets. He was one of the most dominant receive, uh, receivers. One of the most dominant... Uh, Jamal Adams. One of the most dominant uh, safeties in the game. Uh, he played for a... But this is... I hate how you could be a, a crazy good player. And like in the NFL... In the NBA, right? Everybody fucking knew that LeBron James was, the, was a GOAT. Everybody knew that. And when he played for the Cavs and then he left, everybody knew the Cavs were dog shit. Everybody knew the Cavs were going to fall to fucking nothing when LeBron left. Everyone knew that shit. In the NFL, it's not the same. 
Like, if there's three good players, two good players in the NFL on a team, you don't fucking know. If the team sucks dick, you don't know who that player is. Jamal Adams is literally that that guy. He played on the Jets, dog shit. And no one fucking, like, he's got a lot of film, but no one recognized him as a dominant uh, safety as much as they should have. Everybody knew. Everybody fucking knew. Like, when you go against, hey, we're going to play the Jets. Okay, don't throw it on Adam's side. Like, don't throw it over there. Fucking read the read the read the defense. Wherever the fuck that fucking guy is, what like relax. You know that, but that that team as a whole is so fucking terrible. You don't care. You can beat the defense, can beat the shit out of the offense. Jamal Adams is a he's a safety. So a team like OKC that can run the ball too. The are the fucking um the Cowboys that can run the ball. San Francisco, shit like teams like that, like they could just run it down your fucking throat and he's kind of useless because he has no D-line, he's got no linebackers, or he has one good linebacker, but he's got no fucking deal. He's got one D-lineman, one linebacker, and I don't know whoever the fuck else is on that defense besides him. He went to the Seahawks. Now that is something I fucking like. The Seahawks have been a strong team offensively and defensively for like half a half a decade now, five years, six years, maybe more. So, and the the defense just have, the Seahawks just notoriously having a strong defense, period, right? The fucking Legion of Boom, my favorite, my favorite NFL player of all time, Cam fucking Chancellor, the enforcer number 31, that motherfucking, man, that, that nigga, that's a nigga right there. That's a football player. My man was a strong safety and played like a linebacker. He knocked a dude that was 463 pounds on his ass with just his shoulder. That's how you get it done, Spartan. <laughs> Holy shit. He's going to he's going to be a fucking stud. He's a uh what 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 position? I think he's a free safety. He's a He's a free safety, right? Jamal, let's see. We can look it up. It just says safety. I'm a, I'm a, he looks like a strong safety. But it's it's good to look it up. Let me see. We got the fucking tools, ladies and gentlemen. We could do this. What position is Jamal Adams? Oh, he's a strong safety. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's about to get cracking. It's about to get cracking. Oh yeah, spin fire in the booth. But I'm not a rapper. Moving on from sports now. Let okay before let me fucking calm down before I totally go off. Because I gotta say something about dumb fuck, dick stain, cock sucking, saggy tit, Donald Trump again. Let me preface this, right? I feel like all politicians are full of shit when it comes to just ge- just general talking. Like, if I'm not gonna believe shit that comes out of a politician's mouth. You know what I mean? Obama, fu- all, all of them are like, all of them have did something insane at least once now this is where the the line is no longer blurred for me it's there's a good president or a good person and a bad person and for me that says a lot because if you've ever talked to me personally or you know how my brain works when it, I don't believe in good or bad people. I believe people just do good and bad things. 
I don't think, like, given the circumstances, at least, like, I mean, in everyday life, like, you might, you know, hurt someone's feelings, or you might, like, save a puppy, like, shit like that. But when it comes to, there's a difference between that and just pure evil. Donald fucking Trump, man, at a press conference, they told him that, um, what is this bitch's name? Giselle, Jacine, who the fuck, Maxwell, they locked this bitch up, like, a month ago. Three weeks ago, I think, exactly, or it might be a month now. They locked her the fuck up, and let me say, they should have locked her ass up a long time ago, but money is power. So they got this bitch incarcerated in in jail, and they told Donald Trump about, at a press conference, hey, how do you feel about her being locked up now? You know what he fucking said? He's like, I don't know anything about the situation, and for me, it like happened in slow motion. He's like... But I wish her the best. I wish her well. You wish a child pimp well? You fucking mutt? You fucking dog? I'm, I'm sorry, man. If you voted for this guy, your parents didn't fucking raise you right. I don't, I don't understand how there are people living and breathing today that voted for this fucking animal. You mean to honestly tell me with a straight foot, look me in my face, I ain't got no worries in my fucking face, that you think Donald Trump is a capable human being and he's worth a life? No. I'm not, I'm not, I am no one's judge, I'm no one's jury, I'm, I'm certainly no one's executioner, I'm not a king, I'm not a god, but where is the line drawn where we can put people like that in power? Do you know what I fuck? Do you know what I'm saying? I don't get how someone like that is allowed to have an opinion. No, no, no. Fuck that. I don't get how someone like that is allowed to run a country. How did that even work? Do you, do you ever? Do any of you guys ever wake up and and this isn't subjected to like states like I, anyone? And fuck, you can live in Texas or you can live in Canada. Fuck, not Canada. It's not even. It's wrong fucking country. You can live in fucking, like, anywhere in the United States, United States of America. And if you don't agree with what I'm saying, that's fine. I don't know fucking how, because I'm judging the person he is, not his presidency. I'm judging the person. You voted for this fucking mutt dog to be our commander-in-chief. For what? Why? A fucking pussy-grabbing misogynistic, racist, fucking shitbag, saggy titty, mouthful of dick garbage, eight different types of double chin action, saggy fucking skin, little dick, mail order bride order, and saying if he would fuck his daughter, if the, he would fuck, he said he would fuck his daughter when she was like 14 years old. I, I, like he, I, he said he'd fuck his daughter. My man, what? There's, he had like, he has, 28 accounts of sexual assault against him you have you voted for this guy you voted for this guy if you're a man and you voted for him your parents didn't raise you right and you're a piece of shit but let me say let me let me say this if you're a woman and you voted for donald trump i feel like your whole reality is in question and i don't i don't give a fuck dude think like you're voting for if i'm gonna vote for someone i'm gonna vote for two reasons their politics and the person that they are, right? 
I'm not just going to vote for one or the other. Oh, I can like you, but you can be a total re- Wow. You can be a total monkey when it comes to, like, like politically, right? Or I could, or like vice versa. You could be a fucking genius politically, but as a person, you're fucking either vapid as fuck or like you're a wet paper bag or you're just a piece of shit. You have to have both. He had neither and he got voted for. How does that work? What fucking reality is this? Where Donald butt fucking Trump with his mail order bride fucking fuck his whole family too. Fucking big tooth, fucking ugly ass, purge looking racist as fuck looking kids. His fucking Botox ridden horse cunt wife. And fuck them. Fuck them all. All of them are responsible for this piece of shit being a piece of shit. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I'm just being honest. <laughs> Fuck it, man. You're going to wish a fucking child pimp well? You're going to wish a child pimp well, you fucking dog. You mutt, you fucking animal, tree swinging monkey, orangutan, cocksucker. It's just a lot to fucking take in. All right, let's open up the book for some more information. Let you guys get some of that ASMR right quick. <clears throat> All right. So, August Alfucancina decided, you know what? He woke up one day. And said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a song about me and Jada Smith. Or me having, or Jada Smith having an affair with me. And I'm going to call Rick Ross. And he's going to be a part of it. That's what he, that's what he decided to do. And he fucking did it. And I'm not being, because let me be, let me be perfectly clear here. I don't know fucking anything about Jada Pinkett. I only know that she was with Tupac. And she loved him a lot, and now she loves Will Smith, and they have, like, beautiful and successful kids, and they're a power couple, like, given the circumstances recently. That's all I know about her. So this fucking animal got bored, and, I mean, genius, not gonna lie, said, I'm gonna make a song called Entanglement, which is the word she used, like, when her and Will Smith weren't or her and Jada, or her and uh, August Alcina, whatever the fuck his name is, she called their situation an entanglement. So he named the fucking record Entanglement. And I don't know anything about anything about Jada, Jada Smith. I don't know fucking shit about August Alcina. I, all I know about August is the, the nigga made a song when I was in middle school and it was fire and everybody loved it. Let me look up the song. Uh, good. What the fuck song was it? Sorry. I have to do everything myself today. Turbo is taking a break. Uh, he, he deserves it. But. I want to know. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. What the fuck is like. I'm like. What made him want to do this? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand, like, what is your thought process? I know why he did it, but 
For what? If I'm not making sense. Let me let me let me clarify. If I was a part of a situation with an extremely powerful and famous person where the the allegations behind her is sexual misconduct and I am the person that she was having an affair with and I was also known for my musical talent and I can still and I'm still very capable of pulling strings to make a good song good song like quote unquote up for subjection and I am also able to get a person that is not only famous in the music scene is actually pretty fucking good in the music scene to make a record and I can get a producer to also do the same thing on top of all of the publicity that I would get because everybody knows that I had sex with this person on top of that that person being married to someone extremely famous and extremely powerful as well and to put like the icing on the cake they both talked they both uh, husband and wife sat down and talked about it on the wife's platform and everybody watched it everybody knows twitter knows everybody knows i would make a fucking song too (laughs) but but let me fucking say i don't think like the song fucking sucks it sucks it sucks i don't know i wanted it to be good i'm like entanglement okay maybe this this might be some fire shit it sucks i listened to it once and i'm like for me if i think a song is bad i'll listen to it twice or three times and then usually that's how songs grow on me i'm like oh okay like this is this is pretty cool like i didn't give it its fair shake like um when i first when i first heard of Tentacion, and my one of my friends showed me his song look at me i hated it it wasn't mastered it sounded like some fucking angry boy screaming i'm like what the fuck is this and then a year later i listened to that same song i'm like this is really good and now i like it that song i know i don't like it it's not it's not good fuck rick oh hold on let me say something rick ross my man my my man hold on my man you fucking saved that record the only reason why i would ever consider listening to that song again is for ross's part august alcina yo you he's such a musical genius he was just bored when he made that and it still sounds good like don't get me wrong do you get that this guy made a suck he made a song that sounds good it sonically to me songs need to have like a certain bump or a certain beat or a certain melody for me to like get addicted to it it didn't have it is the song objectively bad i don't think so like you know what you know what i'm trying to say if you listen to the song it's a, it sounds like a pretty song it sounds like a good song like you'd be like ooh, okay that's just some like baby making shit especially how rick ross like his transition into he snaps personally i don't fucking like it it's not a good song to me and and this is the crazy part about this whole thing right august alcina is extremely talented he put no i don't i personally i don't think he put any effort into that song and it still sounds the way that it does personally my opinion it doesn't sound good if I show that song to like 10 different people, they'll probably say it sounds pretty nice. Someone's going to love it. Someone, someone's going to hate it. But the like out of 10 people, the consensus is probably going to be like, oh, it was okay. Meaning it's probably going to be a good song to most people. He fucking put no effort into that. That's a talent. That fucking, I can't, I can't hate the fucking game. The game plan behind it, the execution, the time. The fact that it's a good song and he put no fucking effort into it, but he, it seems, let, let me, let me, hold on. Let me, let me also say he put no effort into his part because getting Rick Ross on it and, um, who, who produced it? I don't, I'm not going to look it up. The, 
who the but there was like a well-known producer that made that shit. That took effort. I'm not saying he did his part on like his verbiage and what he wrote. I don't know if he wrote Rick Ross's part. He most likely did or somebody wrote it for him. I'm talking about what came out of his mouth, like a hook and shit like that. Gross. It's just gross. Sorry. Fuck. I cannot believe he did that shit. Perfect. Like, I'll give it to him. Fuck it, man. Jesus Christ. I'll give it to him, though. Like, fuck. As much as I like, I don't like the song personally. But I know it sounds good. My man is out here. He's, he's fuck, man. Like, he's out here. He's fucking out here. Sorry. Moving on. So, <clears throat> I'm uh, dabbling in photography a little bit. And <clears throat> I, I think I'm doing, you know, relatively decent so far. I'm, you know, I'm no fucking, I'm no artist or anything. But my pictures, they come out nice. The ones that I do take. And I decided to go to like a, a pretty nice spot in my side of town called Santana Row, which is extremely fucking crowded. And I felt disgusting going there because there's a lot of people. I just really wanted to take these pictures so my anxiety would stop eating me. So I go with one of my great friends. Uh, shout out to Larry. <clears throat> We take some bangers, and I'm trying to take his picture, right? And this lady walks right behind me, and with three fingers, pinches me on my cake. And I turn around, I'm like, like, what? I don't say anything, I'm like, what the fuck? And she, she's like, sorry, I'm so sorry. Like, 27-year-old lady, 20, 27, baby, you cannot say sorry, you're 27, you knew better. You knew better if you were my age, but you're 27, and you pinch my ass. Oh, I'm sorry, what? What did you, she probably thought I was going to like turn around and say something saucy. No, like that was gross. I don't, I don't want you pinching my ass, especially if you look like that. Sorry. Sorry about it. (laughs) I didn't know what the fuck to do. I was like, I kind of froze. I just stared at her. Like I gave her this really dirty ass look like what you, you pinch my ass and then you say, sorry. Like it's just question mark pings for me fucking league of lego you already know just shing, 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 shing. like what the fuck i was <clears throat> confused the whole t- like who who you know what i mean like wh- hey women are out here pinching cheek too don't fucking think that it's just men they're out here doing some wild wacky shit as well i i don't know why Excuse me, but it was such a weird fucking occurrence and I'm not going to go too deep on it. That's a different episode for a different day, but let me just say it's been three days in a row and I've been like encountering crazy women. I'm not going to say a lot. I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm not going to say much about it, but my, my man, it's been pretty, it's been pretty, pretty weird. And one of the things isn't even my fucking fault. Uh, I'm going to just leave it at that. Spin fire in the booth, but I'm not a rapper. Purple Room Recordings Best Podcast in San Jose. Decided to just throw that out there as well. Let me fucking know some. Anyway. But let me, um... <clears throat> I thought I, honestly, I, I really feel like I had more to talk about. I feel like I do have more to talk about. 
Hmm. <laughs> okay. So, before I uh, wrap the podcast up, let me talk about myself personally, right? So, especially during quarantine, it's been it's been like a crazy ass occurrence to me that I know for a fact that I have talents that I'm not showing anyone. And writing is one of them. I'm not insecure about it. Personally, I feel like I can't. I it, I feel like everything I write sucks ass. I put something on Reddit because I was hanging out with my fr- uh, a few of my friends, a few of my buddies. And I was I went to Reddit and I, I made a post saying like the caption was like, help me. And I said, I'm a writer. I've been writing for a while. Um, it's frustrating me that I can't, you know, show anybody what the fuck I can do without feeling like it's not good enough or on top of everything. I don't know where to post it. And I need I, I want someone to show me or someone to tell me where I can post my things so people can read it and acknowledge what I have to what I can do. And literally anything would help. And this uh, very kind redditor suggested a a uh, a website called Wattpad and he said people write books on there people write like short fi- uh, short stories novels all that and peop- the community's big they're they're active and they're kind and they give feedback which is what I fucking need right now and he said if I go on there I'm pretty sure I like I'll find a good audience he said that he joined like 2 months 3 months ago and he's got an audience for himself which is ex- which is very reassuring and I said, thank you very much. I'll update you. And I got one message from a Redditor that upvoted one of my, uh, that upvoted uh, my post and my, like, my, you know, thank you post. And he said, whenever you make a Wattpad, make sure to tell me because I want to read whatever the fuck you have to say <clears throat> or whatever you have to write. And for me, that was the that was like the biggest compliment I got from anyone in a long time. Because I feel like I'm not try I'm not gonna say like I'd be prolific or anything, but I feel like what I write is it's 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 not terrible, you know what I mean? Like I feel like it's okay. But for someone to be that like hype for me, you don't even fucking know me. This person has seen nothing about my writing. Nothing at all. And they're thralled. They're ready to read what I have to say. That was f- the biggest compliment, the biggest, like, show-stopping, like, Devon, you can do this shit. I didn't know, I, I, it was, I just felt so damn good about myself. That was a really good feeling, and I'm happy that person is there for me. Spin fire in the booth, but I'm not a rapper. Purple Room Recordings, the best fucking podcast in San Jose. Whether you like it or not, let me just say that real quick. Anyway, I gotta shout out a few motherfuckers. Come, no one, no one told me to fucking do this. No one is telling me anything. I'm just doing this shit because I want to. And I feel like I personally, me, just just me, in San Jose, people don't give a fuck about anybody creating anything. Especially like pot like if it's music, you know, people like fuck with it a little harder. But if it's something you gotta like pay a little more attention to, like not saying like music is its own medium at its own time, but you can digest it quicker than you can like a, a fucking podcast that's like 40 minutes or a YouTube video. So shout out to my my uh, my friend Kingsley. And let me let me say this, right? Before I even like tell you what he's doing, let me tell you the dynamic him and I have. 
I met him when I, in like 2016 or 2017 when him and I used to go to parties a lot. And I didn't know he was a well-known person until I like, I had to like see it, you know? He's a very well-known person out here where I live, which is cool. I had no fucking clue that people fucked with him that hard. But him and I, I don't know, like there's just this like connection between two people that you can't really explain. Uh, I fuck with him pretty heavy. He's got a YouTube channel. I think let me. It's called Kingsley the Kid. He's got my man is like super. He's very knowledgeable about shoes. He's overall a really funny person. He's got a great sparkly, sparkly personality. Great smile. You know, fuck with him. Uh, let me let me let me make sure I'm getting that right. I don't want to fuck anybody over. Fuck. Okay. I'll, I, but his name's Kingsley. Fuck. I don't know what the fuck his YouTube is. I'll, I'll link it though. My man is out here doing the damn thing. He's doing shit well. Also, my man, Jenny Slender, he was on the podcast, and Michael Angelo, someone I want to have a sit down real conversation with whenever the fuck that's going to happen. Two dudes that I grew up, literally grew up with, like as children. Both doing the damn thing out here. I appreciate both of them. I appreciate what both of them have to bring to the table. Like, fucking Bay Area-wise, my dynamic. Well, I don't know. They don't really feed my dynamic, but they definitely are, like, especially Michael. Like, he made, Michael made my, Michelangelo, he made my fucking, um, my podcast banner. Like, the fucking, the, the mic with the shark, with the little, that little monster on it. He made that beast jenny slender y'all know him he was on one of my episodes these people are good motherfuckers that are just making good honest hard like hard body karate content and if their content was dog shit i wouldn't be saying this right now they didn't ask me to do this i just fuck with them really heavy and i want them to get the recognition they deserve so i'll link because i don't exactly know what the fuck kingsley's YouTube is, so I'll link that. It's Kingsley the Kid, though. I'm pretty sure it's something like that. And Michelangelo, y'all already know him. He has a new music video out. And Jenny Slender, my man, got a concert tomorrow. It's small, though, because of COVID-19. Spin fire in the booth, but I'm not a rapper. Purple room recordings. Tell your family. Hide your kids. Hide your wife, because I'm the best motherfucker to do this shit, especially in San Jose. I'll see y'all next time. I love every last one of you. Take it easy. Again, if no one is telling you this, if nobody has said this to you yet, I love you and I care for you. If you want to message me, you can. I'm done. Wish me well and pray for me.